welcome back to the Sports with Jake and Matt podcast. Of course, I am your host, Jake, alongside my co-host, Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? What's up, guys? I just kind of rolled out of bed. Yeah, we're, we're doing I... this in the morning, in the a.m. It's 11 a.m. at the time of recording. So, Matt, wake up. Cannot be sleepy during this podcast. Um, I'm, again, okay, I'm, I'm good now. I'm good now. I apologize for not doing the podcast yesterday, as we usually do. We usually do it on Wednesdays. But we have a bunch of finals this week. A bunch of them were on Wednesday. So doing it on Wednesday was not the smartest idea. So instead, we're doing it on Thursday. We actually have no school today. So it worked it out even better. So talk about the NBA playoffs. So the first thing we're going to talk about is... Uh, Kawhi Leonard and, and Chris Paul, because the news of them being out basically came within minutes of each other. Like, they came out at the same time. So Chris Paul tested positive for COVID. There was a rumor that he, like, hugged his mom in the stands and the NBA, like, suspended him. Uh, that, that's not the reason why. He he was positive for COVID. Um, he, he also did get the vaccine, which does prove that even if you do get the vaccine, and it's not always 100% effective. Um, but that being said... Uh, he's going to be out for probably at least 10 days since he tested positive. Now, how many games will he miss? We're, we're going to have to see. My prediction is probably game one, maybe game two. And it, it really does depend on how long the series between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Utah Jazz go. So, um, I think the Suns right now are the favorite to make it out of the West. Um, they've won, I think, seven straight games. Um... It looked very well. Great chemistry. Chris Paul seems to be an amazing leader. The The problem is, let's just hope Chris Paul isn't sick, because if he's sick and he has symptoms and he's like not feeling well, it's probably going to be more more difficult for him to play come down playoff time. So that that's what I hope for Chris Paul. Matt, what, what do you think the impact of Chris Paul being sick is going to have on the series and oh, the overall playoffs? Because it, it matters for everyone. Be uh before that news came out yesterday, it looked every every day that went by, it looked more and more likely that my prediction was going to come true, uh the Suns versus the Nets in the final, um and it just I just think this affects this team so much. I mean, he brings a veteran presence that they haven't really had in a while, and and to be in the position that he is, he's. He's really reworked. He's kind of reworked his career. Like this is, he's had a career year over there with Phoenix, and Monty Williams is definitely uh, f- to be runner up for Coach of the Year. That's probably, uh, I mean, of course, our guy Tibbs wins it, but Monty Williams definitely brought this team from a, a difficult spot, and and the guys that they had got this uh, over the offseason really did help. Uh, Chris Paul was definitely one of those key uh, players. He did get. Uh, Jake, they came out the all NBA teams. I I forget which one he got onto. I just know he was on one of them. Second team, I believe. Second team. Okay, well that's probably accurate, and it really shows. I mean, he had a very good year this year, especially at the ages he that he is. He's uh he's performing very well. So it'll be very interesting to see how many games he does miss. Um, and for my sake, because I'm a I'm a fortune teller, uh, let's just hope he uh only misses game one. That's as many games as he has to miss. Yeah, um, I think uh, you know. Obviously, like I said before, 
Uh, the Suns are the favorites at this point. Utah looks, uh, they look eh, and the Clippers now uh, won't have Kawhi Leonard for presumably at least the end of the series, but maybe for part of the Western Conference Finals too. And just based off how good the the Suns have looked, it's difficult to pick anyone except for the Suns to make it out of the Western Conference. So getting Chris Paul back for at least Game 2 is going to be very important for their success. But do I think they can win a playoff game without Chris Paul? To be honest, no. I, I don't think they can, but uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Sons. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they do. So, um, uh, yeah. So we're gonna move on to the Kawhi Leonard injury. So Kawhi Leonard uh, had an ACL injury. Whether it is a tear or like some sort of other thing, I'm not a doctor. I don't know the specifics of how different ways you can injure your ACL, but injuring your ACL is usually not a good thing. It's it's usually, it takes a little while to heal, and it's just not something you want to deal with. So Kawhi Leonard getting an ACL injury, that that's not good. So um, the Clippers, you know, the they were counting out, but Paul George, I am telling you, Paul George is uh, still a great player, probably still a top 20 player. Uh, maybe even top fifteen. People forget. I think it was twenty eighteen. It was the it was his last year in OKC. He finished third in MVP voting. He was a really quality player, and he had one bad postseason stint. And a lot of that is to blame for his mental health in the bubble. He has been outspoken about that. He said he wasn't very happy in the bubble. And when you're not in your greatest mental state, how can you be in your best basketball state? So now that uh, Paul George is not in some sort of like depressed state. He is now just like a better basketball player, and, and no wonder, right? And you know he had at least I think he had thirty four, and led his team uh, to a win against the Jazz without Kawhi Leonard. And um, who am I to say that the Clippers aren't going to win this series? I, I mean, I went very high on the Clippers. I predicted them to go to the finals before this all started, um, and it shows that that they're deep. Uh, Reggie Jackson's a good player. Nick Batum. My guy Marcus Morris, he averaged 20 points per game on the Knicks before getting traded for the pick that would select Emmanuel quickly. But he he was an absolute baller. He was Randall before Randall. Um, but and then he stepped up big time. He was shot like 11 for 15 from the field. Absolute crazy night from a uh, Marcus Morris. So uh, Paul George playing well as long as the other role players also step up. There's no reason for me to think that the Clippers won't win the series in six games, Matt. What do you think? You, yeah, I mean, you basically just said it all. I think the, only, the the key part about this is the next man up mentality. Four of their five starters last night were in double figures, which include Marcus Morris dropping 25, Reggie Jackson dropping 22, uh, Paul George actually dropped 37 uh, and Ter- Terrence Mann only in the teens, but he dropped 13. But, I mean, those key points are really uh, what propelled this team uh, to their to the win last night. I think the only problem, I mean, there really wasn't a problem with the Utah Jazz last night. I'm just thinking that, I mean, off the bench, you had Clarkson dropped a little bit. I think, I think it was just a little too much overpowered uh, offense for... Uh, the for the why can't I speak for the jazz to handle? Um, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Oh, yeah, no, Joe Ingles only dropped 12. <laughs> and, and 
what I saw from the end of the game is that if Jonathan Mitchell isn't hitting his shots down the stretch, uh, late in games, that Utah Jazz offense is very one-dimensional. I mean... Uh, yeah, he only did score 21, which compared to the past couple of games is a little bit lower than uh, we would expect. But, uh, we, I mean, in game six, we should probably expect a little more firepower out of him because uh, we know how many points he, when we know how lethal he is. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have to see how this team plays out in game six, uh, I believe, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, late, late in the game, uh, Donovan Mitchell... Uh, you know, he airballed a three, and then right after next possession, he put up a three, and it, like, hit the side of the backboard. Like, he wasn't hitting his shots. He was totally rattled. And when yeah. that happens, the, the, the offense becomes so one-dimensional. It came to the fact that late in the shot clock, you're having uh, Boyan Bogdanovich taking a fadeaway three like he's Kobe Bryant. Like, you got to have better looks than that if your best player well, is not performing. And the same issue is happening for a, another team, which we'll get onto a bit later. So, uh, Quinn Snyder needs to make an offensive adjustment when he realizes that Donovan Mitchell isn't hitting his shots. He needs to set some plays up, maybe make a guy like Royce O'Neal or Boyan Bogdanovich just really get an open three because, you know, that's what you have to get if Donovan Mitchell isn't going to be able to make this crazy shot that he created for himself because that's not going to happen all the time. You can't demand that from a player. Um, I, I get it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is their best player, but... You know, what is he, 22, 23? Like, maybe 24? I don't even know. But he's a, he's a still young player, and you can't really expect him to just become Superman late in games consistently. Um, and you need to find a better way, especially against a good defensive Clippers team, you need to find another way to create open looks for your team other than just make Donovan Mitchell be Superman. He went 6 for 19. I mean, it's not, it's not just like the whole game. It's like late in the fourth quarter... He wasn't hitting his shots, and you need to make an adjustment, and you need to, you know, find other guys who can uh, take the ball and score. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, that's about they, it, yeah. They, they, they need to make an adjustment, or else this series is not going to end well. So, let's move on to the East. Matt, I, do you want to talk about the Sixers choking, it. or do you want to talk about the Bucks choking? Uh... Yeah, I mean, can we talk about the 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 Sixers first? Because that okay. just happened last night. Okay, go ahead. I I, I don't know. I I really don't know what to. Hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the box like not not the box score like of all the players, but like the 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 score of all the quarters. Uh, this game. If you just look it up on Google, I think yeah. it gives it to you. And, you know, I'm trying I'm trying to do that anyway. That's besides the point. What are this? What? Why? The Sixers what, what were up by thirty at one point. Yeah, it was a blowout. What, what? What happened? Oh no, I got it. Here we go. Here we go. First quarter. First quarter. Uh, Sixers score thirty-eight. To okay, so six. First quarter, thirty-eight to twenty-four in favor of the Sixers, right? Second quarter, twenty-four to sixteen in favor of the Sixers, right? Third quarter, okay, Hawks twenty-nine twenty-five. They gain a couple points. And then here's the blow. Fourth quarter, Hawks score 40 points, and the Sixers don't even get to 20. They lost the game by three. I mean, mm-hmm. And watch the end of the game, because me and Jake are too busy playing uh, on our PlayStations. Um, but how? I looked at the box. I looked at the score in the second at halftime, like 62 to 40. What? Blowout. Uh-oh. 
That sucks for the Hawks. Oh. Apparently not. It's, they it's have. It's ironic this time that Atlanta is the one making the comeback instead of blowing the lead, you know, because Atlanta sports, Falcons, uh, Braves. Have they broken the curse? Question mark? Question mark? Like. That's going to be an interesting one to see. But this Trey Young dropped, I think he I think he dropped twenty plus in the fourth quarter. He ended up with about forty, no, probably like thirty nine in the game. Like ugh. carried the team. He literally carried the team. This is why five six twigs in the NBA are good. Even though he's like five he's like even though he's like six one. Ben Simmons is the worst player in the NBA. He's awful. I I used to defend Ben Simmons. I said, whoa, 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 people are calling him a draft bust. Whoa, that's a little ridiculous. He's bad. I get it. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. He's super versatile. He can guard one through five with ease. But he is such a liability on offense. It's hard to play him. He was on the bench in the fourth quarter. They were playing Hack of Simmons, and that's how they came back a bunch of points. The Sixers lost by three points. Ben Simmons missed ten free throws. If he just made three more of those, and will have at least gone to overtime. He is such a liability. You can't even... I wouldn't even start him at this point. Playing with the bench. It, he is such a liability. He's poor spacing. And listen, it's hard for Embiid to do what he does when he doesn't have great spacing, and you're not going to have great spacing if Ben Simmons is on the floor. Second, like, what are you doing with him? Like, what happened? I remember he used to be, you know, he would have, like, 15 points per game, maybe, like, 17, 18. Like, he was a competent offensive player. He can, like, drive and go to the basket really well. He can't even do that anymore. He can't even go to the basket well. He's, like, he's just, like, a taller and slightly better defensively Draymond Green. That's all he is. And, and you can't play him at the end of playoff games because he can't shoot a free throw. Because what happens is you you foul Ben Simmons when you're in the bonus, and you just get the ball back for free because it's very rare he even hits one of his free throws. It's absolutely awful. It's hard to watch. So what I've proposed, and I told Matt this morning, the Sixers should trade Ben Simmons to a rebuilding franchise that could take on a big contract, send picks with it, just, I would just, like, get him off of the books. This way, you have enough cap space to go out in free agency and maybe sign a guy that could, you know, fits the team better and isn't going to go 4 for 14 from the free throw line in a playoff game. I would I would legit send Ben Simmons to OKC and also give them picks just to get him off the books because he's on a big contract too. I would legit do that. Take Ben Simmons, take draft picks, send him to Oklahoma City. Do it. There you go. I mean, I'll tell you this because uh, Ben Simmons is that bad. Uh, one of their guys had to step up last night and try and keep him in the game, and that guy was Seth Curry. He went thirteen for nineteen from the field, dropped thirty six. Uh, start him more, then, please. Give him more minutes. We played. Le- I know. I know. It's only by one. I know it was only by one minute, but play more, play him, play him more than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons had one more minute than him, but play him more. If he's going to knock his stuff down because he's related to Steph Curry, he probably has the genes in him to put down clutch shots. He's also not going to go 4 for 14 from the free throw line late in a playoff game. 
Oh, and you know what he's gonna go at the? You know what he's gonna do at the free throw line? Tell me, man. Not a lot. He went three for four, but that's way better than Ben Simmons. <laughs> he almost had more makes than him. Yeah. Like Eleven less attempts. <laughs> Listen. That's a better percent. That's a better percentage, though. I am an average basketball player for my age at best, and I can shoot better from the wide than Ben Simmons. I, I can. Um, That's your my career player. Not my my career player. No, he he stinks. <laughs> but uh, I I can I can shoot fifty percent from the free throw line. I can. Me as a, as a fourteen year old kid, I can shoot. I I, I can you shoot fifty percent from the free throw. Line. That's not difficult. But for some reason, it is for Ben Simmons, who's a six ten NBA player. It shoots twenty eight percent from the free throw line. <laughs> That's awful. That's disgusting. You can't even have that on the court. That's less than Cork. Oh, I don't even know how to do this. What's this dude's name? Uh, Fork Cork Maz. Maz. I can't believe you don't yeah, know who that is. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't even know who that is, and he less he, he did he shot less than him. Fork Maz is crazy, bro. Yeah, Cork Maz is crazy. All right, let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. They're a whole another story of a, just an absolute dude. mess, uh, dude. Playoff Durant is a different person. Yeah, but before I before I uh. Before I absolutely go off on the Bucks, or just being an awful organization, Kevin Durant had the best game of his life, and well, you, you gotta give him credit, bro. You have to really appreciate that, considering he he has successfully came back from an Achilles tear, which has only been done one other time. You, you've seen it in recent history. It killed Kobe's career. It killed Boogie's career, and you know the list is going. It's probably gonna kill Clay's career too. It, it, you can't come back from it. It totally disables your movement. It, you're just impaired for, like, the rest of your life. But Kevin Durant came back from it because he is a, probably a top-ten player of all time, but it's going to be set and done. And if he keeps winning championships, like, if he wins this year the championship, it'll be his third ring, but he's only 32. He can realistically finish with five rings. that he, He'll be considered a top-five player when it's all set and done, right? Um, the fact that he came back from an Achilles tear is probably more impressive than what he displayed in Game 5. But adding the two of them, scoring 47 points in a playoff game, while also coming back from an Achilles tear, which is literally, except for one other time by Dominique Wilkins, has never been done, absolutely crazy. So you have to give credit, Matt, where credit is due to Kevin Durant. Uh, Yes, exactly, and to think he played all 48 minutes yeah, that too. of that basketball game. He played all 48 minutes of that basketball game. Uh, the other thing I want to point out is we, we, we thought James Harden was going to have a, a minutes limit, like some, some limited minutes. He only dropped. He only had five points in thirty-seven minutes. Well, he, he was like that's twenty percent healthy. There, you, yeah, when, I mean, when you, when I don't you know why play, he's playing that much. When you watch the play, you're like, oh man, he's like not. Yeah. He he couldn't try, and I don't even blame him. He's so injured, but he's just on the court anyway. Which you got to give him props for too, showing a lot of heart, trying to win this game. It's very important that they make it past the Bucks. Um, and, and uh, based okay. on how the Sixers look, if they, if they make it past, oh God, if they make it, if they even make it past the Hawks, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be scared of the Sixers right now with Ben Simmons. Like, Jesus. I wouldn't be scared, but you know, um, All right. yeah, because, because James Harden only dropped five, I'm going to mention this again. Teams know about that next man up mentality and guess who dropped 27? Jeff Green. 
Jeff Green. And I'm telling you, this guy went off in the fourth quarter. Just like Kevin Durant, he went off. Or was it just the second half? I don't know, but this guy is insane. Wanna know how insane he is? Seven for eight, seven for eight from three. That's only that's that's pretty good, even though he only took eight shots, but he didn't miss. Didn't miss. We went eight. We went eight from eleven from the field. I know Durant went sixteen for twenty three from the field. Wait, he, um, wait, he scored forty seven on sixteen shots. I mean, on twenty three huh? shots. Sixteen, yeah. Sixteen for twenty three from the field. So he made forty nine points on twenty three shots. That is so impressive. That's that. That's, that's really good. impressive. Oh, and Ben Simmons, take a look. He went thirteen for sixteen from the line. Thirteen free throws is more free throws I think Ben Simmons has hit in his lifetime. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Uh, yeah, I know. All right, I'm gonna go off on uh, the Bucks. So Mike Budenholzer needs to be fired immediately. He is an awful coach, and and it's been called upon for for the past couple years now. Uh, again, like I said before with Donovan Mitchell, when Giannis Antetokounmpo cannot score, you cannot have him taking threes. Five seconds in the shot clock. Five seconds in the shot clock. You're making a Giannis take threes. Then, like, that's your offense? Are you kidding me? Move the ball around a little bit. Brooke Lopez was heating up at the end of that game a little bit. Give the ball to Brooke Lopez, okay? Don't don't t- make Giannis. And, and, you know, when you see Giannis having the ball and he's, like, ISOing, randomly sometimes he just pulls up and shoots. He can't shoot. If you look at his shot chart, He's, like, really good from under the basket. But then the further back you go, the least the the least efficient, the more less efficient. I don't know how to say it. But he gets worse every single time he moves back. So why are we making Giannis take far shots? He's not good at them. You're trying to force Giannis to, for him to be someone who he isn't. And you need to make Chris Middleton shoot more. You need to make Drew Holiday shoot more. Uh, m- make Brooke Lopez shoot more. He's pretty good, too. Um, don't, don't make Giannis shoot. At, you're calling on yourselves to lose. And it is absolutely pathetic. They were they were winning for 38 minutes of that game, and then they lost the game. Absolutely hey, pathetic. Mike. That was Mike Budenholzer's fault. He needs to be fired immediately. Can I a- ask a-, a question? Awful coach. I know, you're in the, I know you're in the middle of... No, I'm done. You can, you can go on. Okay, all right. Well, here's my question. Why is PJ? I know PJ Tucker's out there to try and guard Kevin Durant with that whole thing that that happened uh, a couple games ago. Why play him uh, thirty plus minutes? Have him be what's it? He he mean he didn't even shoot the ball. He had no points. That's another thing, man. Giannis Antetokounmpo throughout the entire series has guarded yeah. Kevin Durant for about six minutes. Like what? He's, he's, have him guard, guard him more. That is probably, yeah, that is your best matchup you can probably exploit. And they put out P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker is a 6'5 big man who cannot You're guard tell, Kevin yeah. Durant. He, he can't. All right. I Just for PJ drama, Tucker, you put him out to guard Kevin Durant. I think P.J. Tucker wants to guard Kevin Durant, but it's like, come on, man. You can't guard Kevin Durant. Point it on the two-time, is it two-time or maybe one-time defensive player of the year? Giannis Antetokounmpo, put him on Kevin Durant. What is there to lose? 
I mean, putting P.J. Tucker on them isn't working. I mean, when you really break down their builds, uh, Kevin Durant is a seven-foot, lanky Point big guard. man Point who guard. has guard <laughs> skills. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is a 6'11", lengthy big man with guard skills, but he can't shoot, obviously. And he's also, you know, a de- former defensive player of the year. I don't think... Uh, it takes a genius Mike Budenholzer to say, huh, maybe I should put Giannis onto the Kupo on Kevin Durant instead of P.J. Tucker. I, that's just me. Uh, I, I don't think that's really difficult to understand. Yeah, I mean, I, I, do they even know number? Like, check the size. Like, he has, like, a, he has almost a foot on P.J. Tucker. Like, it's like, what? It's he, like he's that's spe- a big He has spent out. more time... Uh, guarding uh Joe Harris in the series than Kevin Durant. That's unacceptable. He's a he's a defensive player of the year. Why is he guarding Joe Harris? Why Harris is not gonna be? Yeah, he's not gonna be the main man scoring on that team. No way. Yeah, it's Kevin. It's Kevin I mean, Durant. I gotta give my props to Joe Harris, but it's not the main. That they're not gonna run the offense through Joe Harris. No, they're gonna run it through Kevin Durant. And the fact that your best defender is nowhere near him on several occasions. Is ridiculous. You need to put him on Kevin Durant, or you're gonna lose. So, um, if we can change the subject just a little bit, uh, they have tonight. I believe the injury report says that James Harden will play, but Kyrie will not. The Ky- same thing. Kyrie's done for a while. Yeah, Kyrie's gonna be good. done for a little bit. Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably see him if they move on uh, next series. And they'll probably move on because Mike Boonholzer, what are you doing? Uh, anyway. Yeah, um, but clearly the injuries haven't really affected them because Kevin Durant just can go out there and play up 40-plus. Uh, he was in great company last uh, two nights ago uh, when he dropped a 40-10-10 triple-double just like Luka, just like, I believe, the big O Oscar Robertson. Whoa. <laughs> Oscar Robertson um, and then I believe someone else did it but that's great company uh, so he, he's made history he kind of made history he's one of the, a few players to do that in a playoff game um, so yeah that's pretty cool uh, but other than that yeah the Bucks fix yourself uh, tonight at 8.30 uh, it's all on the line for y'all uh, I think Mike Budenholzer's job is on the line here yeah, I, even if they win the finals, I'm I'm still firing him. He is awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he, oh my god. It's like I keep betting on the Bucks too. I'm really high on Giannis. I think he's really good. Um, but realistically, I mean Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday can't really be your number two, especially with Giannis. You you really need someone who can take over a playoff game, and Chris Middleton's probably done that like one time in his career. And I don't think Drew Holland is capable of that either. So, you, you really need to just get someone else. You, you, you do, desperately. So, yeah, yeah. man, why don't we, uh, since we, we do have a good bit of time, uh, we can't make this a longer podcast due to time constraints. Uh, but, you know, while we're here, why don't we predict the rest of the playoffs? So, let's do it. All right. Uh, let's, let's do uh, one, one series at a time. So, Matt... Who do you think is going to win Jazz Clippers? Um at this rate it's the Clippers. Yeah. Um if they if if I mean I know Kawhi probably won't play tomorrow. 
Um, but if Paul George and all those other guys can step up and do what they did last night, um, they're winning the series in six. Yeah, I agree. I think Clippers in six. Um, uh, actually, uh, yeah, Clippers in six. Uh, especially if Paul George has another night like that. Uh, but, um, yeah, that that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say Clippers um, in six. Hold on. This doesn't mean that the game tomorrow is going to be 130 to 80. Like, it's, it's going to be a fight. Like, Donovan Mitchell is probably going to fix some stuff. He's probably going to come out what he's got to do. Uh, but I think they end up, I think they end up losing that game. The Clippers take it. Yeah. All right. Let's go Sixers Hawks. Hawks up 3-2. What do you think? Oh boy. Oh my god. I mean, it, it pains me to say this as a Knicks fan, but if the Sixers can't defend Trey Young, they're losing the game. They're losing tomorrow. I'm actually going to disagree with you. Uh, I'm going to take the Sixers. I, no, no. I'm that's not my pick. That's not my pick. Oh. I'm I'm just saying hypothetically, like if if they don't defend Trey Young, and we know how good Trey Young is, he he tears his torse torse apart, bro. Uh, they're not winning, but I'm thinking that, uh, yeah, Joel Joel Embiid's gonna have a fire game tomorrow. They're gonna come back, and I think they're gonna win in seven. But um, it all depends on how they guard uh, the Hawks. This team is so good in depth. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see, but obviously I'm picking the Sixers. I don't want the Hawks going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking the Sixers in seven. Uh, but again, I'm done predicting the Eastern Conference. Everything I say, the opposite happens. So, yeah. Especially with this next series. Um, I called the Bucks frauds, then they win the next two games. And then I was saying, oh, the Nets are done and the Nets win the game. So I'm, I, you know what? Um, my my prediction for the series is N slash A not available, not gonna slash happen. Uh, I'm done predicting the series. It is everything that I've said. The opposite has happened. All right. Well, if it's related to you, then I'll pick my winner. Uh, Nets and six. Okay. No um, question uh, asked. I, I, I'll, I guess I'll go with your prediction then. I I'm so done predicting the series. Um, oh, don't don't because then my pick gets eliminated and then my finals doesn't happen. All right. Uh, okay, so Clippers, Suns, nah. Who wins? I said it time, time, and time, and time, and time, and time, and time again. When Chris Paul, when Chris Paul comes back, because there's no, it's not a matter of if, he's coming back, just a matter of when he comes back, but he's coming back. Once he comes back, I, I, I'm not going to say they're unstoppable, but they're definitely a different team with him, and they're a different team without him. So with him, they're going to get the firepower. I think they take the Clippers in six. I'm going to say Suns in seven because I'm assuming Chris Paul's not going to play game one, and that's going to set them back a little bit, but I do think they'll win in seven games. Okay, and then Nets. Wait, what is it? Nets, Nets Sixers. Sixers. Yeah, I want to keep my finals alive. I'm going to go Nets in six. I'm going to go Nets in five. I, I wanted to do that, but I was like, well, I, I want to sound ben, stupid. Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons stinks. Yeah, he he's, 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 he sucks. All right, yeah, good. there you go. All right, Suns Nets, Matt, who's taking? I've done it again. Suns pick. My Suns pick. I mean, the, the Suns look too good right now. I'm gonna say Suns in seven. That that's my pick too. There you go. Exactly. All right. I'm too good. I'm too good. Not much NFL news, guys. Uh, Yankees still stink. Uh. I have one two in a row, but it's looked ugly. It's not good, guys. Uh, 
Um, yeah, Blue Islanders, I guess. A bunch of football players have had like holdouts, uh, but I don't think anyone except for Aaron Rodgers is really too concerning. Oh, oh Jake. Yeah. The the Madden cover got released this morning. The Madden cover did get released. It is Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. This is the, I believe, second time that EA has said, oh, let's put on two guys on the cover that played the previous Super Bowl. Obviously, uh, I know Jake loves this. I know Jake loves the first Madden they did that, which was Madden 10 with Palomalu and Fitzgerald. I know we rocked that game. I played that on my Xbox 360 a lot. Game's so um, good, guys. Super underrated. The game was so, Everyone loves yeah, that Madden game was, 11 yeah, and Madden 12. That game was 12. really underrated, yeah. Madden 10? That was some serious fire. Uh, yeah, 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 hold on. Hold on, before we go, I want to know your your favorite Madden of all time that you've played. Um, Probably Madden 10. I yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd argue, like, maybe Madden 16, because that's when they really implemented, like, Ultimate Team and all that stuff. Like up to a different level. Unpopular opinion. I really um, like Madden twenty five with Calvin. Yeah, Madden twenty. Oh yeah, Madden twenty five was good. That was unpopular opinion. Not a lot of people like that. I, I liked it. It was pretty good. Uh, but all time, I think I think Madden Madden takes the cake. It was pretty good. Yeah. And two uh, K sixteen was the best two K. No question about it. Everyone. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I I pl- I started playing two K a little bit after that. Like I hadn't really been into it. Like I've I've gotten into basketball a little bit more in the past couple of years. So. I've played 2K a lot more, but I think the first 2K I did play was 2K16. Uh, it was pretty good, and then Curry went off. Wonderful. Every, yeah, every game you would play. All right, so everyone, make sure to go eat some cereal. Cereal is very healthy for you. Probably not. No, that's not even true. Have a wonderful day, guys. And, of course, Ben Simmons is the worst player in the NBA. Matt, say goodbye. And as Michael K. Says. See ya!